This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Man is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, continues his visit as we talk about modern classics. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and our man in the field for this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast at OPI Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. What was that noise? <laughs> I just, I'm just making noises. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of an unusual uh, episode of Minutia Man because I am in COVID quarantine. I had a COVID test uh, on a couple of days ago, and I've been told that uh, no one is allowed to um, see Come me uh, until, for, right. yeah, until until after. you can. Uh, why did you get a COVID test, Rick? I mean, I think that's great. I, I, I appreciate. Why, why'd you get one? Just curious. I got a COVID test because I'm getting a colonoscopy tomorrow. So by okay. the time you guys listen to this, I may not be alive anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, don't take my approach of ending up in the emergency room. Right. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't. I should. You don't do that. Uh, so how old are you? Wait, you were born in 60. Let me do the math here. So yeah. you were born in 63. Right. Uh-huh. So you're 57 ish or yeah. you're 57. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're supposed to do a colonoscopy when you're 50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I. Was it a paperwork issue? What was it? Uh, <laughs> couldn't find parking? What, what's the problem? I just didn't want to do it. I just didn't <laughs> want to do it. It just sounds really unfun. It sounds like the worst thing ever. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, first of all, you're not seven years late uh, because you have technically, this was the excuse I used, that I had until I was 50 and 364 days. Right. Because it says when you're 50. OK. Right. So, so I'm only six so, years late. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Who's what's the name of your doctor? Um, I don't even remember his name. I probably should know that. Uh, um, uh, yeah. In fact, I, if I did know it, I wouldn't say it. <laughs> so tell me where you are in this process. Uh, if I remember correctly, you can't eat now. Right. I mean, you're. Yeah, I'm on a. Uh, a uh, water diet right now. I'm allowed to have black coffee, thank God, which no. uh, is really about 70% of my diet. <laughs> and salami. I don't know why, but they're allowing you to have salami. Right? Yeah, no, they said no to the salami. And then tonight at 6, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have We'll to- be broadcasting live. <laughs> <laughs> tonight at 6, I have to take that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, uh, apparently I'll be spending the next seven hundred hours on the toilet. Uh, you know, you're basically going to be drinking the equivalent of what 2020 is. You're, if 2020 <laughs> right. was a drink, you're going to be drinking it at around six o'clock. Well, hopefully uh, 2020 will come out the other end because I'm ready for it to end. <laughs> uh, hey, did you hear about the golfer who started a colonoscopy clinic? No. He did 18 holes a day. But um, uh, hey, don't forget to pay your colonoscopy bill. 
Rick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because you'll end up in arrears. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Try the veal. I got 35 of them. Let me keep going with them. Oh, great. Uh, um, so when is the colonoscopy? Do you need me to drive you there? Is Bridget doing it? What, what's uh, going Bridget's going to do it. I, I'm being dropped off at 1 o'clock. I have yep. to go to the hospital. It's not only a, a colonoscopy, by the way. It's also an endocopsy on the other end. Why you do Is that... Because, you know, my morning gags, (laughs) apparently those are not normal. (laughs) So I have to get both ends checked out (laughs) at the same time. I I said what I said to the doctor was, please use different tools. That's all I'm asking. (laughs) Please use different tools. So when I was wheeled into right before they told me I was in AFib and I had to uh, go to the emergency room right after the procedure. Uh-huh. So I was wheeled in. And of course, I'm a, I'm a nervous joke teller. And I'm <laughs> right. Me too. <laughs> so I get in there and he's on the computer. And I go, what are you doing? Looking up how to do it on YouTube. And he looked at me. And he goes, how'd you know? And he said it in such a way, way that creeped <laughs> me out. <laughs> like really Wait, uh, you're not supposed to be that good at the deadpan delivery <laughs> you're a doctor yeah you're a doctor jim it was uh so well you know it'll be fine i'm sure you know yeah. they'll probably say you have diverticulosis or itis or whatever because yeah. you've already been diagnosed with it right right uh, yeah yeah that's and, the hope that's the hope now you sent me a video here mm-hmm. which uh i would like to play just a little clip of if that's okay sure because you know my my good friend dave is always trying to make me uh you know less scared uh he's a comforting guy he's the kind of guy that that hugs you with his words and actions wouldn't that be a fair thing to say oh i think yeah i i think that's my job objective on my resume yes Uh, all right so this is a jim gaffigan bit uh about what happens when you drink the the stuff before the colonoscopy? All right, it's a little graphic, but that is, you're listening to minutia men, and sometimes that just happens. Here we go. And then at noon and at 6 p.m., you have to drink this serum that I believe is made by a collaboration of Xlax and Taco Bell. <laughs> Printed on the side of the serum, it should have just said, "Drink this in the bathroom." might want to grab a pillow and a book. Because I tell you, I've had diarrhea before. This is the point where everyone acts like they've never had diarrhea. I don't even know what Jim's talking about to you. Yeah, I'm the only one who's had diarrhea in a hotel hot tub. Okay. Like we're at the same hotel. No, I've had diarrhea. I don't want to brag. No, I've had diarrhea, but calling what this serum did to my body, diarrhea, is an insult to the word diarrhea. My body made noises I didn't know existed. At one point, I thought I stepped on a puppy. I was in the bathroom for hours, for hours, checking email, ignoring phone calls. Serum or not, you can't answer the phone in the bathroom because you can't hide the fact you're in the bathroom because there's an echo. All right, <laughs> and the whole thing is really funny. Check it up. Uh, check it out. It's called "Getting a Camera Shoved Up Your Butt" by Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> so, um, check when, it are, out. when are you? When when 
when is estimated time of departure? When are you? I have to be you... there at one o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. And... No, when? No, when are you going to take the? I meant departure from your. Oh, within your intestines. What? Six uh... o'clock tonight. So I need to call you. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. <laughs> Do not call me. You just heard him. I'm not allowed <laughs> to answer the phone. Uh, you've got to record. Uh, you know, remember when you were. Uh, in radio, everything was a bit. This is a bit. <laughs> I think we're going to draw the line on this one. <laughs> Although, you know, uh, my my kids have been making fun of me oh. mercilessly. Mercilessly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know where they get that from. Bridget's side <laughs> yeah. of the family. Um, so I'm sitting there, you know, every night at dinner time, the colonoscopy comes up. Hey, Dad, you know, what is it? Three more days till the colonoscopy? Two more days? You know, hey, you know, you looking forward to it, Dad? Because, you know, I've been putting it off for seven years. So, Well, the, they actually had a colonoscopy advent calendar, didn't they? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to see what it's like on the last day. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, anyway, we should probably right. do some uh, actual minutia. What do you yeah. think? Sure. You want me to get right in it? I don't know. Are we playing a jingle or not? We're not. You're not giving me eye contact, so I don't know. Is there a jingle? No. Uh, no jingle. Okay. Um, so, Rick, by now, most of our listeners, even though even those in Algeria and Anguilla and Tibet, they're familiar with the most Jenkinsy Jenkins moment that Jenkins world has ever known. And of course, I'm the talking mayor about, of Jenkins town. <laughs> I proclaim this Jenkins day. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about the four seasons landscaping press conference, Rick. Well, you know, uh, now that you tell me it's, it's a Jenkins jingle you want. Oh. oh, I've got that for you. Here okay, we go. Go for it. Go. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins. Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw ups. It could only be Jenkins. Jenkins with Rick and Dave. Jenkins. All right. What is what so, is in so this case? I, Jenkins is a former mayor of New York, Rudolph Giuliani. Correct. Well, well, I don't know if he was the one who planned. I I, I don't know. Will we ever know who really the the greatest of all time Jenkins is? <laughs> no, probably Better? not. Right. But but I suspect, and I'm going to go on a limb here, that somebody you know they were frantic in the morning right uh-huh. oh my god they called pennsylvania which everybody on earth knew they were going to call pennsylvania <laughs> right <Yes. laughs> yeah. and like oh my god we got to do a press conference uh do it at the four seasons and some intern that probably is not getting paid anything <laughs> oh, four, out you mean the four seasons right over here down the street okay <laughs> yeah, so they of course planned this at the four seasons um landscaping which is outside philadelphia Nestled between what a porn shop yeah. and a uh, yeah. crematorium, I think it was right. <laughs> now, what I love about this is, you know, the Four Seasons landscaping—they are taking advantage of this and they're selling merchandise now. Did you see this? Yes, of course. Yeah. Wouldn't um, you? Yeah, your uh, your lawn and order T-shirt will be <laughs> delivered shortly. <laughs> Of course, when something like this happens, us podcasters seize upon it as an opportunity to to crack a little wise. Right? Sure, that's what we do. So Jeff Lyons, who is a podcast co-host, and he and he hosts the Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff podcast, um, decided that it'd be to, to, he's starting a eleven mile charity run from the Four Seasons Total Landscaping 
to the Four Seasons Hotel in Center City. <laughs> the eight so it's seasons. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yes, exactly. So it's 11 miles, okay? Uh, and what he's asking <laughs> people to do is to give 10 bucks to Phil Abundance, which Phil Abundance is a charitable organization that aims to provide food to the to the neediest Philadelphians, um, and take a selfie while you're running the 11 mile run from Four Seasons to Four Seasons. So we're making lemons out of lemonade. Well, right. actually, this is not lemonade. This is an absolute champagne carafe. <laughs> right. uh, so I've got a couple other ideas that we can do. Right. Um, Puerto Rico can host the great Puerto Rican paper towel javelin contest. What do you think? <laughs> Not bad. Uh, Charlottesville can do a good people on both sides square dance <laughs> or a tug of war. <laughs> good, good. And the Anti-Defamation League treasure hunt at Yosemite National Park. I think <laughs> some things that we could do. Uh, OK. Yeah. You know what? That the Yosemite National Park one, they could spend the whole day raking. <laughs> yeah, 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 because right. that will prevent forest fires <laughs> right right from now but on hopefully, but hopefully there won't be wind because <laughs> that causes cancer and like we always say we never talk about politics on the <laughs> yeah, show. Right. you know what <laughs> fuck it we're talking about politics <laughs> all right i've got a, a story for you yeah. um by the way when you're running that uh, 11k the only the only uh b- the best way to do it would be to cheat while you're doing it, it to make it thematically appropriate. Right. Uh, but so this is a story that takes place in Florida. No, in Georgia, in Georgia, late Thursday morning, police received a suspicious person call from employees at the Chick-fil-A in Rock Mart, a city 45 miles from Atlanta. A 911 caller reported that the suspect who was in a white van was identifying herself as a federal agent to try to get free food. When cops arrived at the Chick-fil-A around noon, they approached a white Dodge Caravan, Dodge Grand Caravan, whose driver was later identified as Kimberly Ragsdale, 47, who lives about 20 miles from the restaurant. Asked by an officer if she had been identifying herself as a federal agent, she said, I am a federal agent. (laughs) Okay, then let me see your credentials. I don't have them on me. They don't. They don't do that anymore. It's all electronic. Yeah, you've never been to FBI really? school, have you? <laughs> exactly. So Ragsdale refused to exit her van until the officer displaced his taser and warned he would be deploying it unless she got out of the Dodge. Now, after being handcuffed, <laughs> this is my favorite part. Ragsdale began talking into her shirt like it was a hidden radio. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's me, Ragsdale. I'm going to need a unit sent to the Rock Mart Police Department. Yeah, I got a code 27-4 here. These gentlemen are arresting me? Yeah, I know. Got a lot of fucking balls on them. Yeah. Uh, Which I would like to point out is really committing to the shtick. Oh, my God. No kidding. I mean, hats off. Anyway. Chick-fil-A workers told another cop that she had been coming there for several days saying that she worked with the FBI and requesting free food. And they were like, hey, man, <laughs> you know, we're not going to give you free food every day. Uh, the unit she called for must not have uh, gotten her message. I think her radio was out because apparently they never made it to the Rock Mart Police Department. And Ragsdale was charged with impersonating a public official. Uh, uh, this reminds me of your story. Was it at the Target? 
Yes. Or pretending. Yes. I did actually do that once. Uh, my my oldest son, Tommy, who uh, has grown out of this, thank God, but when he was little, he would have these meltdowns, these complete, uh, like, unsolvable meltdowns. Yes. And anyone mm-hmm. who's who has a kid who's done this understands how horrible that is. And yeah. he did it one time in a Target. And once it once it starts, once the meltdown starts, there's literally nothing you can do. And everybody in the store was staring at me. And so I started talking into my uh, <laughs> to my shirt just out of panic. I'm like, all right, kid, this is great. Yeah, we're, we're getting this all on film, right, Joe? We get it, we're getting it all on film. And I pretended like I was doing some sort of a hidden camera show. <laughs> a reality show. Well, uh, I told you, didn't I tell you the story that I got busted talking to myself? No. Oh, yes, 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 you did. <laughs> and I just pretended that I was that I had the world's smallest phone in my ear, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that didn't work, did it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. It did not. So, uh, well, anyway, I just want my 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 cap is tipped to uh, Miss Ragsdale, oh. who, uh, you know, maybe Got she's in jail, but yeah. a small price to pay for having five or six free Chick-fil-A deluxe <laughs> sandwiches and some waffle fries. So, And she's, you know, she really commits to the character. <laughs> and she does. God love her. God love her. All right. Time for this feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So um, we lost uh, a uh, an icon this week, uh, Norm Crosby. A great comedian from the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and actually uh, beyond that, obviously, because <laughs> he was 93 years old when he passed wow. away. Good for him. And um, I always loved Norm Crosby just because it was such a weird shtick. And if you don't know what his shtick was, uh, let me play you a little clip for it and you can get a, get an idea of it. Here we go. Thank you, Dean. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, how about the kids on this show? Aren't they beauteous? Really? I think this is, this is without doubt the most voluptuous conglomeration of feminine pulpitness that has ever been put together. I mean it. it it's just, uh, if you look for an epitome of conjuncture, this is it. And they are so demure and so voluptuous and so adhesive and so protruding. It's beautiful. <laughs> So that, I mean, that was his bit. He was the right. king of the malaprops. And he would, you know, when he he didn't go to the doctor, he went to the sturgeon, you know. Yeah, uh, right. Right. And uh, he didn't burn his draft card. He burned his diner's card. You know, uh, uh, he, right. that was those were the kind of jokes that he did. And when um, when my son Johnny was little, I always thought of Norm Crosby because Johnny was a Norm Crosby guy. I mean, he was just a little bit off on all of and everything he said. And I wrote Strategery, a right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I wrote a column about it, uh, and it's included in my book, Father Knows, Knows Nothing. And since this Studio Wall segment is like a uh, from the archives, uh, I'm just mm-hmm. going to read a little bit of it, okay? Sure. Uh, Norm Crosby may not realize it, but in my house, we have someone who pays tribute to him nearly every day. He just doesn't know he's doing it. My middle son, Johnny. For some reason, the little nuances of our lexicon have escaped him. I never used to correct him because I thought it was funny. But now that he's 10, (laughs) I've decided the other kids might start noticing, so I better step in. 
I'll miss the Norm Crosby of the Midwest just this week. He uttered the following phrases. When we tied a game of tic-tac-toe, he called it a CAT scan. (laughs) When he thought up something on the spot, it's just off the top of my back. His favorite ice cream was a chocolate declare. His older brother gave him a bunch of clothes that he had just outgrown, and Johnny was excited even though the clothes were hand-me-caps. When we were playing cards, he asked me to help him deal with deal because he's not a good shoveler. Those are just from this week. I'm sure there will be more, and I'll dutifully report them as they arise because, as Johnny himself likes to say, he is cute as a bucket. <laughs> those are all real. <laughs> and those are that cute little Aww. story is found in Father Knows Nothing, which is my book. Available at Eckhart's Press. But. It is. All right, we should take a break. Um, we have a lot more coming up. We've got more uh, minutia. We've got our celebrity story. We've got a preview of next week's uh, minutia Men celebrity interview. All that is up next. Here's a little thing about who's on minutia Men celebrity interview right now. This week on minutia Men celebrity interview. Rick, we talked to a huge Hollywood star. He's been in such crazy hits like The Big Lebowski, Lost, Capote. But we're going to be talking to him and attorney Andrew Rosso about something a little bit different. We're going to be talking to Mark Pellegrino about his Guardian project. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And friends and everyone at Opi Shows want you to make sure to wash your hands. And if you're still one of those people who don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom, please do that now. That's something you should have been doing anyway. Cover your mouth when you cough. I know. Come on, people. And with that, we have a special message from actress, comedian, and fan favorite Milana Vintrub. I just want to wish the people of Chicago a safe, warm, peaceful stay at home. Please stay healthy. Please help other people stay healthy by staying home. Stay safe, Chicago. Thanks, Milana. Thank you. Guys, seriously, you can save the world by sitting on your ass at home. You cannot afford to miss this opportunity. You won't get another one. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Stay home. You will be saving the world. And we're back. All right, Dave. You got more minutia for us? Yeah, you can. You, can you do the Florida jingle or no? no How many times know. do I have to tell you this? Okay, we don't have that one anymore. Yes. One? Okay. Well, this comes out of Florida. Um, as you know, Rick, I'm a very, very spiritual guy. Don't you, you think? Always have yeah. been. I'm always contemplating life and thinking about our place in the universe, and that's why, actually. Your photos that you put on Facebook really mean <laughs> that you plaster nonstop over and over again about sunsets really move me. Okay. You know, you mock, you mock, but I am, I am achieving serenity when I see those beautiful sunsets and I take the pictures and I post yeah. them on my Facebook um, page to share yeah, them no, with my friends who wouldn't dare make fun of me because they also are appreciating the beauty of life. They are taking a moment to suck in life. Uh, Rick, I don't know if you're noticing this, but I'm not the only one mocking you for no, these. I know, <laughs> which, is why I'm, which is why I'm never going to stop. Uh, well, so maybe, you know, there's a 20-year-old Florida native by the name of Duncan Smith that probably would appreciate your photographs. Okay. Okay. According to police and video surveillance, Duncan Smith is shown stealing an Alachua County deputy's cruiser 
from the Gainesville Regional Airport Thursday night. So they got him. They <laughs> okay. got him on film ripping off a cop car. Okay, always a smart hours, move. Yeah, absolutely. So two hours later, deputies were notified that Smith used a credit card that was happened to be in the stolen vehicle, the cop car. Now, why are you leaving your credit cards if you're a policeman in the car? Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so Smith ended up using the card, and well. They caught him. They caught they caught up with him in Alachua County, about 45 minutes away from where he stole the car. Uh-huh. And um, he confessed to stealing the cruiser. He's like, yeah, you got me. Yeah. But his, but his yeah, excuse I'm was, in it. I'm in the car. <laughs> right. And I'm eating the Chick-fil-A that I bought with your credit card. Uh, but here is his, his not even excuses. Yeah, his, his excuses. He was on a spiritual journey and needed to find a way home don't aren't we all on a spiritual yes exactly <laughs> wow yeah that's so, very impressive you know i was gonna make fun of the kid for the spiritual journey but i'm thinking about the cop right yeah. obviously the cop left the car the, the door open <laughs> with the key yeah, in it right yeah he also and left his, his credit card, credit card in his the credit car. card what else was in there his gun his social security yep. number i mean yeah. his personal bank information yeah uh, you're 100 percent right uh, although i do like how duncan duncan smith has kind of taken the strategy that i take when i get busted on Pornhub, when i just say hey i'm researching a story for the podcast honey <laughs> it really does give us a lot of cover doesn't it mm-hmm. uh, all right <clears throat> it's time for another feature a random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the jar, pulls out a name of a celebrity. Now the jar is here mm-hmm. um, and Dave is not. But last week you pulled out a name of the jar and it was a Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Right. The uh, the the movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all right. So my Dennis and, and afterwards, instead of pulling a name out of the jar this week, just pick one that you want me to tell yeah, next week. Right. I already got. I know who I'm going to do. But go on, do your Dennis Hopper story. All right. So Dennis Hopper was on Stephen Gary show when I was the producer, and we're talking, you know, late '80s. This is like mm-hmm. probably at the peak of his revival. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you remember, he was in. Um, what that David Lynch movie, uh, Blue Velvet. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. that just yeah, yeah, really yeah. creepy weird. part? Yeah, yeah. And, and he yeah, was in weird. Hoosiers, which was a big hit. Right. Uh, he was the drunk guy. And, he, you know, he had a couple of, he just had a, a revival where he was everywhere. And so we were very excited to get him on the show. But in order to get him on the show, um, I had to squeeze him in between two TV interviews. So I, I talked to the the PR guy and and he said listen uh, you can, you can have him on but you got to promise me that it will only be 10 minutes because we got channel 2 and then we're going to channel 5 and, and I and I literally have only a 10 minute window or else the rest of the schedule is completely screwed up. Right, right. I'm sure Stephen Gary will be a very amenable to that, right? So, of course, I said, yes, absolutely. No problem. We'll definitely do that. And then so Dennis Hopper came in and he was a very great guest. And he was talking about, you know, he at one point was married to uh, Michelle Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas <laughs> and had stories about taking a 
a bath in champagne or something. I don't know. I, the stories were were really good, but I didn't I didn't hear most of them because the PR guy was in the producer's booth with me about an inch away from my face yelling at me <laughs> because after about three minutes, it became obvious that Stephen Gary had no uh, inclination to speed this up so he could get out of there in 10 minutes. So, and Dennis so Hopper didn't care. He didn't care. Dennis, tell us about your Pinewood Derby. <laughs> it was kind of like that. It was kind of like that. And this guy was just apoplectic. And he, he looked at me. He goes, well, you're just a liar, aren't you? And I said, I'm not a liar. They're liars. You know, <laughs> yeah, Steve right. and Gary are the liars. I'm I mean, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, do you, what do you want me to do? I can't go in there and yank him out. Yes, you can. You go in there and tell him yeah. the interview's over. <laughs> yeah, that is never, ever going to happen. I would never do that. And so I, 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 I don't want to say the guy, the name of the guy because he's still a very big, uh, big wig in Chicago PR. Um, and I've run into him several times over the years since then, and he always brings it up. He never <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> and this, we're talking 30 years ago. Uh, uh, so that, well, that's my Dennis Hopper story. So do you remember when we were doing the Denny Lane interview on LS? Yeah. And he was supposed to be there, him and Hudson and uh, Neil Ennis needed, I don't know, what I don't remember the time, but like 1135 or whatever yeah. it was, right? And 11.35 comes, 11.40, 11.45 comes. Yeah. And basically, I think he was on WGN right beforehand, I right. think. And they just basically were punking us. Yeah, they pulled Stephen that, Gary. Yeah, exactly. And you were fantastic just making shit up, talking on the air, you know, because we had like 11 minutes to fill that. 11 minutes of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. that's true. And, you know, it. it you kind of got an idea of how uh, stressful it is to do live radio like that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. I think you told the time 16 times that. <laughs> it's 22 minutes after 11 o'clock. It's, it's about 24 minutes after 11 o'clock. No, what I did was I, I prepared. Dave, yeah. this, is, uh, this is the fellow or the former Boy Scout in me. Um, I prepared several stories about the Beatles yeah, um, so, you could, so that so I could tell them to fill that time. But, uh, yeah, that's what happened. That's true. All right. So pull a name. Oh, well, tell I'm going to tell you a name, obviously. You know, in honor of uh, the White Sox new manager, and I believe a new DUI. <laughs> didn't Tony LaRusso yes. Laru have another DUI? Yes. Uh, let's, I, I know you've got a great Tony LaRusso story, so um, – Put that put that in your post colonoscopy All right. bank. If I if I survive both of these uh, procedures, next week you'll hear the Tony LaRusso story. If I don't survive, mm. Dave knows this story, so he can tell the story. Yeah. Right? Right. I'm already interviewing hosts, <laughs> co hosts. Well you, you gotta find someone else named Rick because all the jingles say Rick and Dave. <laughs> right. So that all right. So coming up this week on the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, let's uh, do a little preview of uh, who's coming up because uh, this is an exciting one. I'm telling you, Dave, give us a little preview. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. So one of my favorite movies back in the when when did uh, the seventies, late seventies? Yeah, Midnight Express. Really, one of my favorite movies was Midnight Express. Um, and for those of you who are not familiar 
with Midnight Express. It um, it's a semi autobiographical, actually, it's very autobiographical account of a man by the name of Billy Hayes, who um, got caught in a, or got caught um, smuggling drugs, heroin, right? Yeah. It was heroin, right? and he got nabbed and he got put into a Turkish prison. And the movie is about him, his time in a Turkish prison, right. as well as as well as his escape. And it's riveting. And he's a great interview. And we um, well, let's really, play, really, let's play a little clip yeah. and give people an idea of what uh, they can expect uh, this coming week. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. My life was miserable for 20 years. There was an Interpol warrant after they issued the Interpol warrant, not when I escaped, not when my first book came out, but when they saw that scene, trying to joke and kill this guy, which sounds so strange to say now. I'm into love and light, and I went birds to land on my shoulder, and I was trying to kill this guy. The really? Turks issued an Interpol warrant for my arrest that stood for the next 20 years. Wow. So, like, thank you, Oliver Stone. But uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Have you had a chance to talk to Oliver Stone and bitch him out for this? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes and no, a little bit. You know, he sort of became a persona non grata with the whole film crew and the producers and such. Oh, really? Whatever. So even well, back then, he was like that. Oh, oh, yeah, way more back then. He was crazy. I love him. I love the energy. I love that craziness. His worst films are better than most people's. No, you're you right know, about best that. Best films. So but that's a whole nother issue. Um, you know, uh, you talked about Oliver Stone and and uh, he is a brilliant writer. And, you know, you're you're a brilliant writer, too. I read your your book. It's it's really well written. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I, d- I didn't hear that part. There was static on the line. <laughs> if you'd like to hear the entire interview, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. It'll be up this coming week. So tell a friend to listen to us on Spotify. Go to opishows.com, wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits. Misfits. Missives. I'm scared about this surgery. Is the camera already down your throat? (laughs) I'm worried. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. And God willing, <laughs> we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Man. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including OPIShows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. We'll see if Leicester are really the contenders, or are they just kind of faking it? We'll find out on Free Kicks. Contenders or pretenders. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You, Steve's most embarrassing moment? Why do you have to put it on me? You were embarrassed, too. I was. Yeah, more than once. Yes, I've been embarrassed on this podcast before. Not embarrassed enough to end this promo. Maybe embarrassed on this one. We'll talk about some of our life's most embarrassing moments on the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.
If you missed Losano or Los Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. I thought we got over our fight from last week. We had a little tiff that was (laughs) going on. Are you still angry with me? I hope not because we're supposed to do something tonight. Oh, we are supposed to do something tonight. Oh, we are. Oh, we we have you. No, we're going to. We are going to. What right. pray tell are I'm you guys going yours. to do Tony, tonight? I'm all yours, Tony. I'm all yours. Wow. Well, all right. Uh, that's on the record. You <laughs> get that in writing. Yeah. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to tell them what? I, how I asked you? Do you remember what I said? <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's not going to include Star Wars or sex, but hopefully it'll still be just as fun. It was probably the best text yeah. I've yeah. ever received. Ooh. Be sure to tell a friend about our friends. Listen, subscribe, rate Lasano and friends on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Just search for Radio Misfits. Radio Misfits. Get more Lasano and friends. Lasano. Now on Lasano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lasano or whatever the f- it's called.